Booze Cruise. Hi, I'm Alex. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ollie. And today we're going to be talking about uh, the famous G&T. Indeed. Can't wait. A lovely, lovely uh, summery drink and the sun's out. So let's enjoy. Yeah. So I suppose to start off with Ollie, I've actually got a really funny story about uh, the the famous old uh, gin and tonic. So when I uh, used to work in an independent bar, um, a team member uh, was was bartending and a guest came up and said, oh, yeah, can I have a uh, double G&T? And I kid you not, my bartender poured them a double gin and gave them a cup of tea. Um, and that set the premise for uh, what, what I love as a gin and tonic. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to talking about this one today. Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. Um, I think for me, um, with most people as well, a gin and tonic is that, I don't know, ubiquitous um, British summertime drink. Um but it's it's really really grown, isn't it? It's changed so much from what it where it came from to now, with a huge array of gins, and also now uh, a huge array of tonic waters and different mixes designed to go with the gins. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think like when we have kind of thought about um, today, we looked at what's on the shelves, and as you said, there are loads of tonics out there. If you look at um, five, six years ago, you had um, Schweppes, and they kind of were in charge of the market. They were the market leaders. As now, you've got Fever Tree, and they've completely changed the game. Um, so I think, t- obviously, today we say we're talking about gin and mixers. Um, so we thought we'd just go through maybe some of the Fever Tree tonics. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, let's start off with the original. So, like, the the original um, Fever Tree tonic water... Um, I don't know about you, but for me, it's a really good um, premium mixer that allows the the spirit you're putting it with to really sing. Um, so let's say you're putting it with a nice uh, London dry uh, gin. It allows you to really enjoy the flavours of the gin and complements with the tonic um all the way through so um it doesn't seem to have a chlorine finish to it it doesn't have a very artificial taste to it it's a really clean crisp um tonic water and allows the gin to really do its thing um when we were talking about this as well alex we spoke about how um sometimes the light tonic like the uh the naturally light tonic works quite well with some of the slightly more um standardized gins as opposed to the flavored gins yeah 100 percent. so for me i think when i go out uh, my go-to gin and tonic is tank 10 um so for anyone listening tank ray 10 um 10 botanicals in it really crisp fresh um and for me light tonic works really well with that um just because you're not taking anything away from the the flavor of the original gin it just really complements it really well it's in the name lightly um with with that drink as something like uh, the normal fever tree tonic might be a bit too much for me. I think that, as you said, I'd really prefer that normal tonic, um, the premium tonic with something like Beef Eater, where actually they complement each other quite nicely. Um, there's not a huge amount of flavour that's lost out of the Beef Eater. Mm, yeah, no, I agree. I think um, slightly more delicate um, gins, uh, especially gins that are vapour-infused, um, you can you can put that together with a light tonic and really taste the um, 
the the parts of the gin that maybe a standard premium tonic would wash over. What about then if we start talking about the the different varieties? So we have um, aromatic as yeah. a tonic water. So aromatic tonic, obviously that that lovely pink colour. Um, again, for me, it kind of it brings well. It's in the name that aromatic flavour. So something maybe like Roku. I think that uh, in in my restaurant uh, we serve Roku, um, and I think that that goes really nicely with the aromatic tonic because you get kind of those herbal flavours um, coming through. You get kind of almost that um, that that flower kind of coming through your your palate. And that with um, an aromatic tonic just completely blows the socks off um, and it completely changes up the game. It takes it away from fresh and crisp and really gives it that herbal kind of flavour. Yeah, I agree. I think it's um, it's strange sometimes when you... I tend to use the word grown-up and it has a really grown-up taste to it. I don't know if that kind of makes sense, but for me it's that um, the fact that it's... It's got lots of flavour to it, but it's not necessarily sweet. Uh, it's quite a it's quite a, a difficult thing to explain, but really, really tasty. I really, really enjoy it. Um, next, we have, I think, a blast from the past, which is lemon tonic, um, and that used to be um, bitter lemon, right? But they've rebranded it. Yeah, yeah. So. Um... <sighs> Lemon tonic's a really odd one. I think, like, the only time that I've ever really drunk it is in a St. Clement's. So that and uh, some orange juice. Um, but when I look at gin, and I really struggled uh, kind of to pair it, but actually I really, really rate this with something like a slow gin. Um, so oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If, if I'm having something that's so sweet, like slow gin, you've got your slow berries in there, almost like plums, um, and then you're drinking that with something that's got that bitter aftertaste of that lemon... I think it really, really um, balances the drink. I think that it gives it that sweetness, but that bitterness. Um, and for me, actually, that's a really nice go-to during the winter. Yeah, completely agree. It's um, it's a very, it's a very unique flavour, and um, yeah, with slow, absolutely, hundred percent, very, very tasty. Yeah, definitely. I think like if you if you look at the flavors you've got lemon tonic but you've also got um uh elderflower tonic so i think when we spoke about um kind of different gins and uh these different tonics for me elderflower tonic goes really really well with the flavored gin um like i think that having something like the rhubarb uh whitley nil rhubarb and ginger gin goes really nicely with that elderflower tonic because you get the sweetness from um, the rhubarb gin you get a little bit of sweetness from that elderflower tonic but then you get that absolute cut through of bitterness um, come through and it just it almost leaves your palate wanting another sip each and every single time. And I know for the guys that I work with, it's a great opportunity to uh, get get your guests buying more drinks uh, because it really does leave you wanting another sip. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it is really, really tasty, really, really tasty stuff. Uh, the others in the range, I suppose we should talk about are. Um, the ginger ale and the ginger beer yeah so again like ginger beer uh i think again goes really really well with um your whitley nil uh ginger uh rhubarb and ginger gin um i think that it also uh can go with something that's uh maybe a little more aromatic 
Um, it really does, like for me, that changes it up. It gives you kind of uh, an array of different textures in your mouth um, that you, you struggle to have uh, with any other drink. Yeah, um, I'm 100% with you on that. I think um, anything that's got quite a bold, flavoured profile to the gin stands up really well with that. It's very um, seasonal, so I think it's a bit more kind of like autumnal and Christmassy. Um, a better pairing for kind of like all year round would be the ginger ale, which is a fantastic flavour, um, almost like um, more lemonade So if someone fancies like a... a, a um, a flavoured gin with lemonade that really sits in there if they want to move it forwards a little bit and get a bit more flavour on the go. Yeah, especially when you look at a few gins, ginger is actually the the go to garnish. Um, if you and anyone who's listening, if you see a gin that has ginger in that garnish, uh, it may have it as a botanical um, in one of those gins. Um, then yeah, ginger ale is an absolute go to. I think it's a little more complex than your lemonade. If you're willing to uh, risk it just a little more, uh, I'd definitely go for that ginger ale. Um, but if not, uh, by no means is lemonade a bad mixer for gin. I mean, that's how I got into gin. I wasn't naturally a gin and tonic drinker. Um, I don't know about you, Ollie. Were you a, a G&T man? It wasn't the first thing on my radar when I was uh, when I was starting out. However, I do really think that if someone is like you say a, a gin and lemonade drinker and and um, they want to kind of push it a little bit further, uh, the the ginger side of it really does lend itself to certain gins that have a, a slightly deeper um, flavour profile. So yeah really really tasty really tasty and if you add uh, a couple drops of bitters you can dry it out if you can add um maybe a twist of fresh lime you can zest it up a little bit so there's definitely scope to um to move on that yeah definitely i think like the one thing when looking especially at the fever tree range is um when you're drinking your gin um what's in it if you've got uh kind of um something like hendrix where you've got cucumber in there you uh you've got kind of like really fresh herbal notes then i would definitely go with um something like elderflower tonic but if you're looking at something that's maybe slightly more um kind of uh citrusy um you may want to go with uh something that's uh kind of doesn't take too much of that taste away so that light tonic it is all down to taste i mean for me it's definitely one of the hardest questions that always gets asked is what gin do you have with what tonic and actually it's down to preference isn't it man 100 percent. um what you what you like uh, people are creatures of habit and you know you know you like however with the with the gin and tonic situation you've really you've got free reign to really experiment with what you like. If you like that slightly more herbaceous kind of feel, then you can go down the aromatic route. If you like the elderflower, um, slightly more floral note, you can go that way. You can pair your gin um, also with it. Your um, standard uh, tonic water, the standard Indian tonic water, the premium that they do, lets the gin really do the talking. The light will let the gin speak even more. So if, you, if you've got a really, really delicate gin that you really want to kind of like let run through the drink, that'll go. We also have the Mediterranean. So, yeah, yeah so if you want something that's going to be, that's uh, a really interesting, um, an interesting gin, um, uh, a gin tonic pairing, the Mediterranean, for me, um, 
I so I'm a real Plymouth fan. Uh, I think it pairs really nicely with Plymouth. Plymouth's got a nice softness to it, and I think it pulls out some of the some of the notes in the med. What's what would you say um, for you for med tonic? So med tonic, um, I think that it's uh, really important that everyone knows it's got um, rosemary and lemon thyme um, from uh, from from Fever Tree, um, and and for me, I think that goes really really well with something like Sipsmith VJOP. So that uh, that very very junipery uh, gin, um, yeah. I, I think when you've got such a strong taste of juniper, to be able to have that kind of herbaceous um, kind of flavour come through as well, um, and it's it's slightly sweeter um, than the other tonics in, in my opinion. I think that that is an absolute winner. Nice. Well, that's interesting because you've got two contrasting views there, haven't you? So my. Uh, Plymouth t- tends to be almost sitting in the the classic contemporary mix, whereas your Sipsmith is right the way over there in in the real ginny, real kind of like um, big bold juniper category. And it's interesting that we've both got a different kind of view on on where the tonic would go. Yeah, nice, definitely, definitely something that is uh, worth uh, everyone taking away from it, but. You know, if you look at what you want to accent in the gin, there's a tonic or a uh, a mixer or a a garnish that can that can pull that from the gin. A hundred percent. I think, as you said, it's down to the person who wants to uh, drink it with that Plymouth. Um, I just imagine it: sprig of rosemary, fig tree, med. Um, you get also almost like a, a combination of orange, uh, juniper, and uh, that that earthiness as well. Um, so yeah, as we said. Gin, absolute killer of a spirit. Um, it it doesn't matter how you drink it, as long as you enjoy it. Um, but I think what we've talked about today, a few of those different tonics, few different gins, I think that's an absolute winner. Yeah, nice. Completely agree, mate. Looking forward to one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, mate. Well, I'll speak to you later. And thanks for everyone for listening. I'll see you soon, Ollie. All right, mate. Cheers, Alex. Bye, bye.